Well, g'day and welcome to episode four of Home Loan Hacks. Uh, totally unprecedented, extraordinary times. Um, unbelievable to see the impact of the pandemic in terms of our lives and people's health. Um, it's really a generational or more event and it's important to put that in context because it's uncharted territory how our lives are going to change. Great to see uh, our guest from last month, Evan, uh, moving quickly with the times and um, um, Bell's Line Eats is now open, which is a, a delivery service uh, food support to the Hawkesbury um, based out of Cravings and we wish them well and um, thank him for his input last month. Um, this month we're very uh, fortunate to have Sean Gonsalves from Lamb Lowen Partners in Richmond. Extremely timely in terms of the economic environment, the impact on people, the impact on businesses and government initiatives and some sage advice and tips which um, I have pre-recorded and I'm looking forward to sharing with you. Um, first thing I'll start with is the monthly update. As I said, quite unprecedented times, quite extraordinary times. And I guess the first thing I'd comment on in terms of the monthly update is this is a health crisis first. And I sort of implore you all to be kind to each other and stay safe and practice the things that uh, the experts are asking us to do. Um, it is a long-term situation and it's hard to know how much or in what way it will impact our lives and impact the property and the loan market. Uh, pardon the pun there, um, it is a long-term situation. There's no doubt it will impact severely. There's a lot of initiatives and support that will shore up the, the property situation. The repayment pause, which is a great help to many people and a huge number of people have already applied for it. So basically what that is, if you have experienced a hardship situation, and most banks interpret that as loss of job or loss of at least 30% income in the household, you can, under those circumstances, apply to pause your home loan for up to six months. Different banks have different interpretations and rules around that, and you do need to apply for that. Broadly, what it means is that your loan will still have the same term. So if it was six months' time, you make no payments, interest adds to the loan, and that in, say, six months, you then recommence your repayments and the interest has added to your loan. So note that that will mean you have a higher repayment at that time. If you could pay interest even with the pause, most of them, I believe, let you do that. So each bank's different. So feel free to engage with us to ask what that might mean to you. Um, my team is still full, full um, at work and fully available it is by remote. We can do all aspects of our support by remote. And, um, yeah, so it, it is challenging times. There's been a big change to our pre-approval list. We had uh, in the order of $5 million worth of loans pre-approved and primarily people are in pause mode. They're in watch mode. It's, it's going to be curious to see for how long and how this unfolds. There is still evidence of a lot of confidence, a lot of stale still occurring, but I'm sure we're going to see some data that's going to show huge downtrends pretty soon. Um, the Reserve Bank today or yesterday made an announcement of no change, so variable rates are in the order of 3% or a bit better. 
fixed rates are very low right now. So in the order of 2.2% for home loans, 2.3% for home loans. So if that might be something you would like to explore, it's hard to know. The trend has been down. There are limitations and impacts if you do fix your rate. So you certainly want to think about that carefully. But a fixed rate reduction of that order would drop your repayments by a lot. Feel free to talk to us about that. Um, We've been in a phase of calling a lot of clients. We've been repricing loans. We've been contacting banks on our clients' behalves to attempt to reduce the interest rate on their loans and having great success. So we're getting through as many as we can, as quickly as we can. It's the current focus of our business. If you want to uh, engage with us, we'd love to chat to you. And, um, yeah, that might just get, get your reprice or review done quicker, but that's our total focus right now. Um, in terms of our current business, the only real business that we're having inquiry for right now is people looking to get themselves consolidated. So it might be consolidating some debt. It might be uh, reviewing their interest rate and changing to a lower rate loan if their loan, their bank won't reprice low enough. It could be some projects. Some people are doing work at home, uh, painting. I hear Bunnings is very busy and they're also happy to deliver. Um, so, yeah, you might have projects and you might have projects that you want to fund now and perhaps do progressively over time and see how the funds roll out. Talk to us about that if you want a bit of money up your sleeve to do some things like that and that's really the um, the biggest aspect of business that we're encouraging and are seeing right now. Um, people are very conscious of cost cutting and brutally cutting the costs in their household and on a little bit of positive news, we just released a video that I'm going to put out this week. It's a promotional welcome video for Loan Market Richmond. Not the most ideal timing, but it's a product I'm really proud of. So having been back in broking for coming up five years at Loan Market, it's something I just wanted to share our story and update with the cottage and our current messaging and our support to our clients. So that's it for the monthly update. And I'm now going to pass over to, we're very fortunate today to have Sean from Lamb Lowen Partners. So I'm now going to cross over to an interview with Sean. So it's a great pleasure here today. We have um, testing the uh, the modern technology. This is a bit new to me and us. Uh, Sean Gonsalves from Lamb Lowen Partners. Welcome. Great to have you here. Thanks, Martin. Great to be here with you, mate. Yep. Um, learning the Zoom stuff myself, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's a interesting and challenging times, and uh, I, I wonder. And thanks so much for sticking with uh, the commitment to help us out today. And really interested in some of your insights on the current environment and what you're finding. And perhaps you could start by telling us a bit about yourself and your business. Uh, thanks, Martin. Yeah, so oh, look, I'm a chartered accountant. Um, came through the university system and the um, Institute of Chartered Accountants Australia at the time. Um, and started uh, my work experience in, in the firm that I'm in now um, back in the year 2000. Uh, so I've been here just over 20 years now and I've been a, a partner in the business um, for over 10 years. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, um, so they're in Richmond and tell me a bit about the types of clientele that you look after and the principal business uh, that you do there. 
Uh, look, our, our clientele ranges enormously, um, but it, we have from sole trader businesses all the way through to companies, um, a lot of tradespeople in various different areas of building construction. Um, we've got some larger clients that are in uh, civil construction work, um, property development, underground power, and then right through to businesses that import and wholesale and um, fly hot air balloons through the Northern Territory and some unusual things along that um, along those lines as well. Yeah, cool. And uh, pretty extraordinary times. I was chatting to you a week or two ago and it was batting down the hatches and um, curious on your insights on some key things you're seeing uh, at the moment. Yeah, look, at, at the moment, uh, I'm getting a lot of sort of mixed messages. Obviously, there's there's a lot of uncertainty out there amongst um, the business community as a whole, um, but there are quite a number of businesses that are still chugging along that had work um, planned and in the pipeline for April, May and June that are continuing on that aren't affected greatly by the shutdowns. Um, but then we're seeing the other flip side of the coin as well, the, the ones that are you know, completely in lockdown mode, the cafes, the restaurants um, and other businesses that rely on maybe the pubs and club circuit for their supply chains or uh, their the major customers lie in those areas as well. Um, so <clears throat> that in particular is, is causing some you know, overnight pretty much extreme financial hardship situations where a business has lost 100% of its client base or 100% of its revenue overnight in some cases. So, um, yeah. yeah, a mixed bag but some really difficult circumstances at the same time. Yeah, that's a tough one and something you know we've talked about before and I'm passionate about is rainy day funds and people having backstops and contingencies and terribly hard to plan for something as drastic as this. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and looking forward to hearing some more about some specific measures uh, a little later. Um, one that I might just roll into now, given the technology challenges we've got, is curious on uh, what you look for in uh, in a mortgage broker, and also any any sort of tips in life or in business you might want to share with us. Okay, yeah, sure. Look for a, a mortgage broker. I think yeah, communication, and and that's I suppose through a lot of different business aspects. But I think with a mortgage broker, it's it's a crucial uh, element to the relationship, and I, I think even more so. Uh, in a post-Royal Commission environment and given the current circumstances of the world, um, I think that that's yeah, ultra-crucial, ultra-critical um, just at this point. So that, um, we've got a changing environment by the day that both the borrower and their, and their mortgage broker are right across the changing environment. Um, probably the other thing, you know, just to, to do your homework on who you're dealing with and, and their experience and their licences and and probably checking on a couple of referees is always a good tip as well, I think, to get some feedback from other people that have used that particular broker. Yeah, cool. That's great, mate. And uh, how about uh, life or business tips, anything big that stood you well or that you um, want to share? Oh, look, there's, there's probably a handful, but I think, again, the current environment um, with a couple of school-age kids that are, have moved into the remote learning uh, area, I think um, routine and, and planning a day out has, is probably the most crucial thing at the moment. Um, uh, I know that planning for the kids in their homeschooling stuff, trying to base their day around a normal school day um, seems to be a really handy way of getting them um, focused on what they're doing, giving them their breaks for their lunch and recess like they normally would. 
But then adapting that to a workday as well, if you're working from home, using that same system of, you know, if you normally start at 9 o'clock, make sure you're sitting down at 9 o'clock, have your coffee break at 10.30 and plan your day as if you were in the office. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm a bit of a process guy, so I love that stuff, but I'm not sure if everyone's going to love it, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, I'm going to um, switch gears now and uh, we'll just move across to a couple of specific areas. So sure. um, one tick. Yeah, thanks, Sean. That's uh, that's really cool. And um, I guess I'd like to move on now to a couple of specific things. And we chatted about earlier when you were suggesting some ideas. I'm really pumped to hear some of this. Is uh, so let's dig a bit deeper. Um, some key government stimulus measures for business. What are you seeing, and what are some of the discussions you're having right now? Yeah, look, a lot of um, varying discussions with businesses depending on um, how far they've been affected at this point in time. Um, and trying to predict with, with a lot of uncertainty uh, where things are going to go in, in the coming months um, as we continue to navigate through this uh, challenging situation with the coronavirus outbreak and pandemic. Um, so in terms of um, some stimulus measures that have been around to help business for the last few weeks um, and that have been tweaked a number of times, but probably one of the major ones is the, is the tax-free cash flow boost, which is effectively uh, a, a grant from the government. It's a tax-free uh, amount, so it's not going to cause any tax issues for your business. But for employers, um, there's up to $100,000 on offer that's spread across a number of months uh, and, and comes in the form of a credit against your, your BAS account for your business. But uh, as, as I said, uh, up to 100000 so there's... Um, some significant benefit to be gained there from a cash flow point of view. Mm. Um, moving on from that one, some of the other key measures are the, the apprentice and trainer re- rebate where the government will pay a subsidy for apprentice and trainee wages for a nine-month period backdated to 1st of January this year and will continue all the way until the end of September. So if you've got any apprentices or trainees, that can be a great help with um funding or partially funding the, the cost of keeping them employed uh, for the for the next yeah five or six months and getting some uh, a little bit of a kickback on what you've already paid them yeah um, if your business is in a situation where it does need to invest in any equipment or infrastructure um, there's been an increase to the instant asset write-off which has been thirty thousand um, dollars for the last 12 months or so um, that's actually been pushed up to 150 grand. And whilst that one, yeah, probably won't have a huge take-up, um, mm. if your business is in a position where it was ready to pull the trigger on some capital investment of some sort, then potentially there's some additional uh, tax incentives there um, and that's like that a you full, can take full advantage write-off. of. It's like a full write-off in one crack rather than having Correct. to depreciate over time. Exactly right. So that, that gives you the, the benefit of getting your tax savings on that investment now. Okay. Uh, that one runs until the 30th of June 2020, so it's only a short time frame. Um, But again, if there was something you're ready to pull the trigger on and you've got Mm. the cash flow to do it, then um, there's something worth looking at and considering there. Yeah, and the tax Um, stuff? uh, Yeah, from the the ATO, they're definitely in um, consultation mode, so they're happy to have the conversations with you around your business. Um, Whilst there isn't anything specific uh, in relation to uh, the COVID-19 situation just at the minute. Um, 
they are very open to communications and discussions and I've already had situations where clients that are, you know, have been affected by a business lockdown um, where they've had the conversations with the tax office and the tax office have effectively said, look, we're happy to put all of your tax liabilities on pause until uh, September or October and we'll revisit again at that point to mm. see where things are up to then. So they are being uh, very considerate of the, of the yeah. current circumstances. And, and of all of those things, what would be the biggest ones you've had in you know, multiple conversations? Is it people seeking Centrelink support or the JobKeeper, JobSeeker information or is it some around these? What would be the biggest conversations? Look, I think that the 100K um, cash flow boost and then yeah. the uh, the job keeper stimulus in, in terms of our business clientele yeah. they've probably been the most um, yeah most questions have been generated around those two yeah. particular ones um, yeah, and great. yeah we'll, we'll probably touch on the job keeper a little bit more later on yeah great and that was um, so so one of the next ones uh, uh, we'll, we'll hold that one briefly but the next one we talked about earlier was um, uh, managing a business in this sort of tough economy. Um, really interested in your thoughts on what are your what's your key advice to businesses right now about you know, getting through this sort of situation? Sure, sure. Look, I think um, it's a situation of where managing things uh, more closely is going to be the key to keeping your business viable um, in this tough, difficult period that we're experiencing. And as always, cash flow is always king. That that old adage, um, but it's so true in this environment in particular, um, especially around chasing your debtors or you know, your invoicing to make sure that your customers are paying where they can um, and, and getting commitments from them as well as being flexible at the same time. So if, if they're struggling to pay your bills, uh, one thing that I find is always very helpful and, and uh, is received quite well is saying, look, I'm happy for you to pay that invoice over a two or three month period but getting that commitment from your customer to say, yeah, I will pay a certain amount each month yeah. um, to clear that up and just basically enforcing it as well to make sure that they are sticking to what the plan was. Um, about being, It's also about being robust in today's environment, um, reacting to the changes that are happening on a daily basis. Um, I think we've seen a lot with the cafes and restaurants where they've moved into the takeaway and home delivery markets, for example, looking for alternate ways for your business to generate revenue um, to compensate for areas that you've lost. Yeah, um, we had, I had Evan uh, was my guest last month from uh, now Bell's Line Eats and um, a lot of the cafes and restaurants really uh, hooking into that. Great to see them finding new markets, if you like. Yep, definitely. That new income stream or a new way of um, keeping your existing income stream going, yeah, mm. it's definitely something that's got to be considered. Mm. Um, probably the other things is, is talking to your trusted advisors along with your bank and your landlord, I guess, the key. So mm. your accountant, your mortgage broker, your solicitor, um, particularly just at the moment, I think your accountant in terms of the government measures that are available to your mm. business making sure you're across them and that you're planning um, to ensure that you're maximising your benefits under these um, stimulus measures that the government has out there. Yeah. Uh, talking to your mortgage broker and your bank, um, yeah, looking at your cash flow scenario and predicting that, forecasting it over the next six months, say, and ascertaining whether you need to get some payment pause relief or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one, your, your, your landlord for your rent, um, Scott Morrison was... Discussing yesterday afternoon some of the relief measures that the federal government is suggesting there 
Um, yeah. So definitely need to be in communication with them, um, particularly those businesses that are really struggling at the moment. Mm. That's great, mate. And um, I might actually, um, um, I think that's really good for people to uh, engage in that process, to be mindful, to be mindful of new markets, to be on top of their um, financials, to get their basses going so they can uh, claim any eligible benefits and stuff. Um, one of the things, and I'm conscious um, of your time, I know you're running real crazy right now. Um, we chatted before about the JobKeeper subsidy. So I wonder, could you give us a little bit more on that and, and how, how you see it rolling through in the legislative side and, and what that means to people? Uh, look, just briefly on the, on the subsidy itself, uh, it's essentially $1,500 per employee per fortnight uh, to a business where you can justify your revenue has decreased by 30% or more. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, as I said, per employee, so potentially... Um, yeah, many multiples of that $1,500 per fortnight that comes back as a subsidy to the employer um, to assist the employer in, in keeping their staff employed uh, and to be able to pay them at least that $1,500 per fortnight mm. in wages to help their personal situation for their staff as well. Now, in a lot of cases, that can include the, the business owner themselves mm. if they're an employee of their own company or if they're operating as a sole trader then the, uh, the announcement information that's out there at the moment suggesting that uh, the you know, sole trader or, or a partnership, the business owners themselves would also be entitled to that $1,500 per fortnight. Yeah. Um, the final details around the what uh, would be eligible in terms of the 30% reduction in revenue, um, Parliament sitting as we speak, um, to finalise the details around that. So there has been a little bit of confusion around that about what would be eligible, what wouldn't be, what yeah. periods you need to assess it over. Um, so I don't want to get too granular on the details for that aspect of it. Um, but a, a couple of examples of where this can be a really fantastic measure um, is if your business is in complete lockdown phase, um, something like a beauty salon where they've just been forced to close their doors, um, this measure enables that business to obtain the wage subsidy and actually pay their staff mm. for, for the next six months whilst their business is in complete lockdown. So they can keep those employees financially viable yeah. but also keep them attached to their business so that when the needle starts to move on the economy again and, and these restrictions uh, start to be lifted, mm. you've got your employee base there in place, ready to recommence again. You're not starting again. You're not having to find staff to operate your business. And I assume the other the, one, the important benefit to holding staff is um, it's a slightly higher payment, isn't it? And also, job seeker requires people still to look for four jobs a month or make inquiry and stuff like that. Yeah, so. that, that's right. Yeah, it is. It is a um, an, a little bit of an whilst it's taxed to the employee, um, yeah. it works out about a hundred dollars a week more in the hands of the employee in comparison to the job seeker allowance. So a little bit more money, keep them attached to that employment role as well. Mm. Um, I guess the other example of where it can be really beneficial um, was I have a, a client who's a cafe and <clears throat> whilst they're affected by you know, being limited to takeaway business only, um, they've had to pull back their operations and pull back their staff numbers However, in, in this particular case, um, 
the, the business owner has been able to keep three of her more uh, senior staff employed and operating the cafe as just basically takeaway coffees only. And then she's been able to also obtain um, the $1,500 per fortnight. This is assuming the legislation goes ahead, which it will. Um, but she can stay home, do the homeschool thing with her kids and allow three of her senior staff to be you know, retain employment and operate her business and keep some form of contact with the clientele as well. So there's a whole range of different areas and different ways that that measure might be uh, beneficial to, to businesses as a whole. Probably one point that I just do want to make there is yeah. the ATO over the last two or three years has introduced a system called single-touch payroll or STP. Um, And the initial announcements are suggesting that your business needs to be registered for STP in order to be eligible for this JobKeeper subsidy. Um, Whilst probably 85 to 90% of businesses are registered for STP already, there are some of the micro businesses that are still exempt from that for the current financial year, but they may need to jump into that almost immediately in order to be eligible for JobKeeper. Yeah, I just want to confirm I, I am registered, mate. So uh, Excellent. Well yeah, done. We're, good we're, to hear. It's all good. <laughs> great. Hey, great. Um, that, that's a fabulous um, update and, and, and information source uh, for all. Um, thanks so much. So if someone uh, was to look to contact you or seek information or advice or you might have a client um, not happy with their accountant, um, um, how do they touch base with you, mate? Look, the best way to get in touch with me is just to, just to call our office, which is 02 four five seven eight three zero double four uh, and then we can we can have an initial conversation or a zoom meeting as it might be um, yeah. to have a discussion about what you're looking for and what you need and always happy to have that initial chat with anyone out there who needs a bit of guidance fantastic thanks a lot and uh, really appreciate your um, advice and input today uh, Sean from lamb Lowen partners uh, big thank you thanks man. Hey there. Our, our next segment is our client stories. So what sort of um, what sort of activities are we doing in the office and what sort of deals are we seeing? Um, one of the big things we're seeing at the moment is a lot of maintenance work for clients. So whether it's restructuring through a refinance or whether it's fixing, refixing a loan with, with low fix rates at the moment, um, extending interest-only periods, all those sorts of things are, are things that clients are looking to do at the moment um, given, I guess, the uncertainty of the, the coronavirus. Um, some people are lucky enough to have secure jobs that, that they can refinance and look for a better rate. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people are just looking to, to maybe fix and, and secure that, that low rate. Um, some of the sort of things we're also doing is looking to – we've had some inquiries about releasing guarantor. So um, someone might have settled their loan three, four, five years ago, used a guarantor and um, are now looking to sort of release that, that um, guarantor security. Um, some of the specific client stories we've had. So we've had a, a client who has refinanced and the lender had a unique policy where we were able to get owner-occupied rates on an investment property. Um, so generally, they're about 0.3 lower than what you would get for investment owner-occupied rates. Um, a particular lender had a special that you could get the owner-occupied rates on the investment property. Um, another one we've done recently is a debt consolidation refinance, which was actually six 
credit cards and a car loan um, all rolled into into the home loan to, to improve cash flow. Um, so, yeah, there's still those sort of inquiries coming in. Um, we've also had recently two um, approvals and a settlement for the first home loan deposit scheme. So the government acting as guarantor for first home buyers who have genuinely saved 5% deposit. Um, so, yeah, that's we're seeing a couple of those come through and um, I think there'll still be some first home buyers out there looking to, to take advantage of that, maybe not in the next month or two, but as things settle down, that, that, that might prop up a, a bit more as well. Um, yeah, just in general on on policy, um, we get updated regularly by the lenders in terms of, of their policies, uh, and we are starting to see some lenders come out with announcements on on restrictions around certain industries. Obviously, with the effects of the coronavirus, so um, limitations on overtime allowances, those sorts of things. So, in, in the past, they've been a little bit more willing to use those additional pieces of income, whether it's bonus, allowance, commissions, et cetera, um, lenders are just looks like they're just starting to clamp down a little bit on those, on using those types of income. So, yeah, I guess that'll be an evolving space and, and we'll sort of see what happens over the next month or two with all that. Um, but, yeah, we are seeing a little bit of that at the moment. So, yeah, I hope that gives you a bit of an insight into, into what we're seeing. So, yeah, Primarily at the moment for us, we're doing a lot of um, yeah that restructure or refinance type stuff, helping existing clients, repricing their loans, that that sort of stuff. Hi, right, this segment is the rant. So the rant this month is lenders offering cashbacks and then their turnaround time's blowing right out. So they might have a cashback for two thousand or four thousand dollars, and then basically what can happen is because the offer's so good that they get so many applications that their turnaround times, what might have been three to five days, blow out to over four or five weeks. So I guess it's a bit of a rant in terms of the inflexibility then for them to withdraw those offers. So if, if it's blowing out to four or five weeks, then common sense would say that, you know, you might want to withdraw that offer. However, we still see them lagging on and, and blowing out on on timeframes, which um, which helps nobody. So that's that's my rant for, for the month. And um, yeah, thanks for having us on Home Loan Hacks.